Episode 6, Every Day is an Opportunity. As Christmas approaches, it makes me wonder how many people are battling addictions, depression, and anxiety. The holidays are amazing for some, and then for others, it's the worst time of the year. I suffered from the latter for many years. I've learned a lot of things over the years, and understanding depression is about the past and anxiety is about the future has helped me more than I can even explain, and that the best place to live is in the present. That old saying, every day is a gift, is true. That's why it's called the present. It is a present, and it's the best thing we can give to ourselves, especially during the holidays. Each day for me now is an opportunity. An opportunity to do better, to love my woman, to be polite, to be positive and productive, to be respectful of others, take care of my stuff, live healthier, not to be judgmental, and best of all, to live my life as my best self. It hasn't always been that way. I suffered from drug addiction back when I was a teenager. I did a lot of acid for a few years but my drug of choice was barbiturates. Quaaludes, Secondol, Phenobarbital, Valium, Plastidil, Thorazine, and of course, Dilata. Then in my 20s, it was cocaine. After all, it was the late 70s. I was living in Huntington Beach, California at the time. I was going to L.A. and Hollywood every Friday and Saturday night to see bands and to party my ass off. Well, after moving to California... I worked. Of course I did. I stayed stoned and partied every night and was, of course, hanging at the beach as much as possible. But I was smart enough to understand I needed to go to work every day. I thought about this, and I never really had a drinking problem, so I never really was an alcoholic, but I was a drug addict. Mental health and dealing with my issues wasn't on the radar or the agenda then. In fact, I didn't even think I had issues at the time of my life. I did learn a bunch of things. How to make free base, how to sell hundreds of pounds of weed, how to cut coke, read a Thomas Brothers map, and most of all, how to not get caught for selling drugs. When I did finally start to slow down in my mid to late 20s, I was working as a painter and wasn't getting hammered so, as much, for sure, because I had to be up at 4.30 in the morning that time, I was working a job in L.A. doing earthquake rehabs. Been doing that for a couple years, and then one day it just dawned on me, what the hell am I doing with my life? And at the age of 28, I decided there had to be more to life than working, making money, and doing what I had been doing. It took about a year of thinking about it, and at 29, I purchased two acres of property on the Big Island in Hawaii on the Hilo side. Yes, off to homestead in the jungle, clear my head, and check out of the Hotel California. While there, I could tell things really started to change for me. After all, I had just turned 30. I didn't really seek help with my issues, and I felt pretty good. It's hard to let your issues get in the way when you're living in the jungle in Hawaii. It was kind of like leaving the world behind, so to speak. Well, fast forward to Portland around seven years ago. It all seemed to finally catch up with me. I hit bottom. I finally found myself not being honest with people and had realized that I had also spent most of my life not being honest with myself. 
I wasn't a terrible person. I just never really dealt with my issues. I was angry way deep down inside, afraid, lived with depression for decades. I'd never been a good communicator with my partners. I let my emotions get the best of me most of the time, and I didn't really have tools to do better. You know, you do better when you know better. Now, don't get me wrong, I still have some issues, but at least now I know what they are, and I know how to manage them, and in fact, some of my issues don't even exist anymore. Well, it was finally time to deal with my mental health and my issues. It was time to get help, and that meant starting with counseling. Well, in counseling, I was suggested that a program would be really good for me. I was all ears and all about that. That's when I was introduced to DBT, Dialectic Behavior Therapy. It's based on CBT, which is Cognitive Behavior Therapy. DBT was developed by Marsha Linehan, and she's a therapist in the Seattle area. My counselor got me hooked up in a DBT group, and off I went. At first, it was needless to say one of the most different things I'd ever done have to do different things if we want to have things be different. The group consisted of 14 people. We met in a room in a mental health clinic over in southeast Portland once a week. There were these long tables placed in a large square with a space in the middle. My counselor and another counselor sat at one of the tables facing us all with the blackboard behind them. They handed out binders with information about DBT, what we were going to go over, and some worksheets. The main goal of dialectic behavior therapy is to strike a balance between validation, acceptance of who you are, your challenges, and the benefits of change. There's basically what they call four mods in DBT. The first being mindfulness. That's the practice of being fully aware and focused in the present instead of worrying about the past or the future. The next one was distress tolerance, understanding and managing your emotions in difficult, stressful situations without responding with harmful behavior. Then there's interpersonal effectiveness, learning how to ask for what you want, what you need, and setting boundaries while maintaining respect for yourself and others. And the last one was emotion regulation, identifying and being more aware of and having more control over your emotions. We were given homework each time we all met, and it was about learning to incorporate the things we were going over that week in group. I called it practicing, and I did it relentlessly. Some of it was next to impossible at first thing, and other things seemed to be easy, which surprised me. The thing that impressed me the most is the tools, being able to start identifying my emotions, helping me communicate in a much more positive way with others, and to stay present using mindfulness. One of those examples is I started to use simple statements like, I notice I'm feeling anxious. That way anxiety sat in the back of the car instead of driving, and identifying my emotions instead of being overwhelmed by them worked amazingly. The other one was to remember to check the facts of a situation and not run catastrophe movies in my head. Then there was changing my negative thinking patterns, and most of all, 
thinking with my emotional mind and my intellectual mind at the same time and start to live in wise mind. It's kind of like if Spock and Captain Kirk were one person. It took some work. I wasn't expecting to have it just work overnight or instantly solve all my problems, issues, or dysfunction in a week. After all, it took 50 years to become this fucked up, so I knew it would take some time to work the program and rewire my brain. Today I use DBT daily. Most of the time it's easy. But sometimes I hear my brain wanting to revert back to its old ways. That's when I've learned to stop. Take a breath. Remember how far I've come. How much better my relationships are with others and myself. And how much better I feel about me. Growth and change is simply about doing the work. And the desire to do so. And remembering that every day is an opportunity. So with that, remember, be a good human. And just do the best you can. Thanks for listening.